Hello and welcome to the Casuals to Degenerates podcast. I'm your host tonight, Jacob. Joined with me tonight is the king of college football, the champ, Chad. How we doing, Chad? Doing pretty good. A uh, little uh, shocked to not see Twee here tonight, but I think he's still crying from that loss. So, you yeah. know, just doing coward things. It's all right. Just drowning himself in honey. That's right. He's stealing some picnic baskets. He is. That's all he's doing. All right. So we're doing a little with the holidays coming up. We're doing it a little bit different tonight. We're going to have a three round two pick draft. So like you're, you can go first. I'll go second. What's the best Christmas food. So with the first pick in this draft, what are you going with? Me, uh, it can also be a drink. It can be a drink if you want that too. Uh, I think I just got to go with that smoked ham. Number one, I'm not a big turkey guy, so Christmas is even better for ham. That's That's a solid choice. I think I'm going to go with, with, for my pick, I think I'm going to go with the classic chocolate chip cookie. All right, I see there. I see what you did. Yeah, you went straight straight for dessert there. Yep. All right, all right. Uh, Number two, personal favorite of mine, pretty sure you don't like it, Uh, green bean casserole. Yeah, that's trash. <laughs> Snot greens. Green bean right. casserole with the French cut green beans. Money. Pro like tip. The, like the chips that you put on top? Uh, the French fried onions? Yeah. Yeah. Now, pro tip, though, actually, we found this out. Um, being in the Midwest and all things pork in Iowa, don't use cream of mushroom soup from Campbell's. You can use cream of bacon. Ooh. Yeah. So, nice little extra layer to it. Yeah. I feel like all the foods that don't taste good, you just add bacon, and then they do. That's right. Then when they taste good on their own, you add bacon to it, it's even better. I don't know about that. I'm never going to be on the green bean casserole train. That's okay. So, for my next pick, I'm just going to go with the standard dinner roll. I love bread. And there's something about just the dinner rolls that you can even buy them frozen. You just throw them in, Mm -hmm. put a little butter on to finish them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, The best is when you you use the dinner roll and then you make yourself a little smoked ham sandwich. You make a sandwich. Exactly. So that was going to be my third pick there. Um, But since you have taken them... um, Probably going to go with, you know, just the mashed potatoes with the ham gravy. Ham gravy. Ham gravy is different than turkey gravy or regular gravy. It's a little you, bit better. You people in your mashed potatoes. I feel like I I'm, will not. I feel like we're in a senior living center. Well, I will not mix the mashed potatoes with corn. That is just disgusting. Who does that? Everyone in my family. All right. It must be a Nebraska thing. My last pick, and this is just something that I do every year, my yearly glass of eggnog. See, I'm not a big eggnog fan, but I grew up never really ever drinking milk either. Just couldn't stand the taste of it. So I'm not a big fan, but to each their own. Once a year, I'll have I'll have eggnog, and then I'm good for the rest of the year. I don't need it again. What? You're not one of those guys that when Hy-Vee does a limited release of it in the middle of the year, like in July, that you go stock up on a bottle or a carton of it and drink it then? No, I am not the Southern Bear. Okay. All right. <laughs> I bet he mixes it with his bush light. He probably does. That's what losers do. He's he's definitely not counting calories. Let's put it that way. No. Well, neither am I, but. He's out there getting picnic baskets, and he's mixing, mixing bush light and eggnog, which, right. honestly, I could see Anheuser-Busch doing a limited release on a eggnog-flavored bush light or Bud Light. Oh, I don't want to give him the idea. Why not? 
I don't, I don't know, because it just sounds disgusting. Like literally, you're just adding milk to beer. That's that's just gonna curdle in your stomach. Yeah, some people know. might be I'd able to handle it. it though. I'd try it. I would try it once, but that would probably be the only time that I would try it, just or drink it that one you, time. You'd have it one time, and then you'd have cases stacked up in your corner. Oh, God, no. No. Not at all. All right. So now, I mean, we're going on like week five of the Power Rankers not ranking anything. I think it's longer than that, actually. Because like, I don't know. I, have, have they been kidnapped? I don't know. I legitimately took over the number one overall seed in the league like two weeks after I beat Luke, mm-hmm. which started his downfall. But uh, ever since then, no rankings. So I, I don't know what they do. I don't know why we're paying them. Like it's it's you're you're paying them. Yeah. Wait, you guys are getting paid. Yeah. We got sponsorships. Oh, we should probably uh, try to get some of that back. Shout out to uh, Squarespace. If you need to build a website, um, they're they're a sponsor of this show. So use them. Squarespace. And also shout out to Etsy. They're a new sponsor that we have. Um, so if you're looking for any type of, I don't know, lace doilies, for the holidays, um, there's a lot of good marketplaces on there that you can you can locate those. That'd be a power so, move for your uh, for your Christmas dinner. You know, it would be you got your table set out with all those all those on the table. Branded casuals to degenerates doilies. Yeah, that'd be great. Power move right there. All right, so because we don't have any power rankings again. We're going to do our own power ranking here, Chad. All right. We are going to power rank the managers in this league, all 10 of us, on most festive being whoever's at number one is the most festive. Whoever's at 10 is the least festive. So do you want to start with 10 or one? You know, let's let's start at number one. Let's let's go, you know, one through 10. Let's see what we're what we're thinking here. Okay. So my number one is Nate. And I went with Nate because he just strikes me as the kind of guy who probably wears an ugly sweater year round. He might not actually know that he's doing it, but he doesn't strike me as a guy with fashion sense, you know? Never met him in person, but I could see that, you know, always hopeful for everything too. You know, he sees the the good and everything, but except his team. Yep. So who's your number one? Uh, My number one, honestly, I'd I'd have to say, I'm going to go with uh, probably Brett. He just seems like one that would go all out. Probably loves cranberry cranberry sauce. Probably. Keeps a couple (laughs) cans on hand for like July. Just because he's like, oh, can't believe I have to go six more months before I can have my cranberry sauce. Never mind the fact you can get it year-round. He probably keeps it stocked just so he doesn't have to try and find it. Yep. <laughs> my number two, I went with Tweet. Cause I could see it. Year-round, drinking eggnog, mixing it with bush light. I bet he goes on carriage rides. He probably goes to Pella, Iowa. Shout out to Pella. They got a really cool little town. He gets, you know, some Dutch letters from the Yarsma Bakery. Then they get on the horse-drawn carriage ride around the little square. I don't know. I can just see him drinking a lot of hot cider, even in June. Yeah, I would. Uh, I'd have to agree with that. I'd, I'd put him at number two as well. And honestly, he smells like a Christmas candle. I haven't smelled. Have you ever him. smelled him? Not. Probably no, no, never. 
He's on the other side of Ankeny, and I can smell him from here. <laughs> is that the Christmas candle, or is that just the bush light? It's the overpowering Christmas candle. You know, you know how things can smell good, but anything too much of anything smells bad. Yes, that's that's the level he's at. Ah, all right, all right. Who's at number two yeah. for you? Uh, I I got to go with tweet. Yeah, yeah. He just seems like uh, he gets you know kind of up there for the holidays and looks forward to it. I mean, I know I look forward to the food at least, uh, obviously, but, uh, yeah, he just kind of strikes me as someone that would have a humongous tree that is just overly decorated with actual popcorn on strings. Ooh, going old school. He's going old school. He and then Christmas own, morning, he, he eats his own it. decorations. Yeah. Yeah. The Christmas morning, he eats it. It's his gift to himself. <laughs> hey, wh- what kind of popcorn did you do this year? Oh, I got a caramel string. I got a caramel corn <laughs> string. I've got some kettle corn strings. I got cheese. I got the cheddar. I got white cheddar. The amount of podcasts that he's on, and he's just like eating. He's just eating and drinking beer. Yeah. All right, my number three was you, Chad. I, I yeah, think you, I think you might be a festive guy. I think you really get into um, getting around with family, all that kind of stuff. Uh the the getting together with family. I would say that yeah, that's that's pretty high up there. What I'm able to, uh, my job right now doesn't really allow that because normally there's snow across the Midwest. This year's a little bit different, but. Uh, other than that, I actually cannot stand Christmas. But I worked in retail for way too long, and so that's what kind of killed it for me. That'll do so it. I was, I was it's out. Starting to, it's starting to come back, but it's very, very slowly. Yeah, I was out in stores today. I work for a grocery chain um, for our listeners. But um, usually I'm in the office, and I was out in stores today, and we were just <laughs> stocking shelves and trying to help customers and Boy, was it busy. And we still got a few oh, days yeah. to go. Like, it, the rush is still coming. Yeah. It hasn't. I, I remember vividly four years ago, the my last Christmas working for Hy-Vee. And that day was insane. It was absolutely insane. In, in a lot of ways, it's a good problem. But at the same time, it's, yeah, it was, it was a lot today. But it was good. I mean, the day flew by. But Oh, yeah, it does, yes. But I'm pretty sure all I did was stock broth and soup and, like, flour. And, like, my back is hurting. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not used to the physical aspect of that. I, I'm not a big fan of Christmas songs in general anyway, especially with them starting so early. Uh, but, you know, when you do work in retail and you hear the little drummer boy six or seven different times in one eight hour shift, different variations. It kind of kills it. What's your Real favorite quick. Christmas song? <sighs> favorite. I mean, is it really a Christmas song though? Cause it's the one from uh which is my favorite Christmas movie from last week's podcast uh, is no, it's actually, it's die hard is my favorite Christmas movie. Ooh. Yes, um, and it's the Beethoven's, one of his, like, fifth symphony or something, when they're opening the vault, the song that plays then, that would probably be my, one of my favorite ones. So nothing with words. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, peek behind the curtain. I'm not a big holidays person at all, like any holiday, other than Halloween. I do love Halloween, but... I love Halloween, and... Uh, all of my favorite Christmas songs are like the melancholic ones of like, this wasn't a great Christmas. <laughs> nice. Like fairy tale, uh, of, fairy tale of New York or whatever by the Pogues. I like that one. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, my number three, number three, my number three, I'm going to go Ian actually, uh, you know, being a, a family guy there. And, uh, I think, you know, especially with kids, it probably brings it out a little bit more. 
in some people. Um, but I, I think he might be one that, you know, kind of looks forward to it every year. Not as high as others, but. I have Ian quite low in my power rankings for festivity just because I just can't see someone with that much hate in their heart being festive. Maybe they just have that one good side, you know, maybe this time of year, their heart grows two sizes bigger. So he's got an acorn for a heart during the rest of the year towards you at least. (laughs) (laughs) All right. My number four, I'm going to go Corey. I don't really, I don't know Corey. Corey's like one of the people that I don't know as well in the league, but he seems like a family guy. So I'm going with Corey. Yeah, uh, I've got uh, kind of the same reasons here. Uh, I don't know, uh, but I got I got Patrick. You know, just kind of middle of the pack here. Uh, you know, maybe he is. I could be wrong, but uh, that's what I'm going to go with it for. Yeah, five. I went with Patrick. I know he's got kids. I know that helps get you in the festivities. And even if you don't want to be in the festivities, you're in it once you got kids. Yeah. I mean, you got to have multiple trees. You got to have a mountain of presents under each tree and then they have to get way more toys than can even fit in your house. Like we need a bigger house for all these toys. See, I, there are a couple things like when I was looking for my niece and nephew, I was like, Oh, that would be something perfect for her. But uh, yeah, it's huge. And they already have some big things that I've gotten them years before. I'm like, there's no, they don't have room for it right now. So I was like, no, oh, all right, I won't do it this time. See, I'm going to see if I can convince my kids to like, okay, we got, you got 20 toys this Christmas. Go pick 20 things and let's go donate them to whatever. There you go. Like, hey, you're, you've grown, Bo, you've grown out of this. Can we get rid of it? And he's going to say no. No. All, yeah, good luck with that. All mine. That's yeah. what he's going to say. Good luck. I, I commend you for it, but uh, yeah, good luck. So who do you have at five? Uh, at five, um, you know, I'm, I'm going to throw out a wild card one here a little bit. Um, I'm actually going to go with Grim. I think he uh, I think he dresses his dogs up for a picture. I think he's that kind of guy. Oh, boy. I also have Grim very low because he's also such a hater that <laughs> – he probably doesn't like. He probably doesn't even like cookies. The best part of Christmas, he probably doesn't even like. What kind of cookies? I mean, is there a bad cookie? Oatmeal raisin. Those even those aren't bad though. Eh. If someone put they're, an oatmeal, raisin, if someone put an oatmeal raisin cookie in front of you, you wouldn't eat it. No. Because I've been I've been burned so many times where you think, oh look, it's you know, fresh made chocolate chip cookies. It's kind of dark in there; you can't see very well. It's low light. You take one bite, and oh, it's oatmeal raisin, and I've been burned. Yeah, but by being burned, you're still eating something that's like sugary and delicious. Now, if you put oatmeal cream pie from Little Debbie in front of me, y'all yeah, eat that. Yeah, those are good. Yeah. That's like the one little Debbie thing that I'll still buy as an adult is oatmeal cream pies. Uh, They're delicious. I buy the uh, Christmas tree cakes during Christmas because even though it's the same zebra cake as every other time of the year, it tastes different. I don't know all about. I don't know about that, but <laughs> all right. At number six, I have Brett. Um, I just. With the way the Chiefs are playing right now, I just don't see him being into Christmas. Well, I hope we can ruin his Christmas even more so on Monday morning, Monday afternoon. That's my Christmas wish. The Raiders play the Chiefs? Yep. Gotcha. And Max Crosby gets a full week of rest. Max Max Crosby has a motor. And he is a lot of fun to watch. It does not stop. He is my favorite player. He should be. You should get his jersey. I have his jersey. Good. Yep. I'm not even. I a don't. Big, 
I'm not a big jersey guy, but like every once in a while there there will be a player where I'm like, okay, I'm gonna get that player's jersey. So I don't like to get jerseys of current players because they move around so so often anymore. So I most of my jerseys that I have are retired players. So like I've got Bo Jackson, Antonio Brown, Woods, Woodson. Uh, no, I don't have Antonio Brown. I was gonna buy his jersey, and then <laughs> that whole thing went down. Um, Charles Woodson, Howie Long, um, and then I think I've got a Stabler and a Bolitnikov. So, like I said, old guys that they're not going to switch teams because they're not playing. I also generally don't um, buy anybody's jersey who's an offensive player. I just don't know why. I've never, I've it's never been me. I'll never buy a quarterback jersey ever, ever. I don't have. I have Stabler, but that's just it's you know old old Raiders player. But uh, other than that, everyone else is wide receiver, running back besides Max. I, I'm an Eagles fan, and if somebody gifted me a Donovan McNabb jersey, I would go outside and burn it. Maybe my least favorite player of all time. Even if it was like an authentic, like a you know a real. If he, if he signed it, I would definitely burn it, and I'd video it. Wow, I don't like McNabb. That's some strong level hate. He's the biggest hater I've ever seen in my life. And he cost us a Super Bowl. But anyways, it's true. did you do your number six? No, not yet. Uh, number six, um, I've got Corey. Uh, again, middle of the pack. Not really uh, – don't really know him all that well. Um, but, uh, yeah, I just kind of figured, you know, just throw him there. So. so number seven, I've got Luke. All this guy does is complain about how much he has to travel for holidays. He's he's borderline a Grinch. Yeah, uh, I, I can see that. He's got like, kids. He's got kids, and you got to be there for that. And I get it, but man, complain a little bit more. Yeah, um, I actually have him a little bit further down on the list because he does, like you said, he has to travel a lot, and I can understand why that would make someone absolutely hate it. Uh, you know, if you got to go to multiple different places and, and stuff like that. Uh, this one here, though, I'm, I'm going to put Nate, actually. Um, I think I think it's just he was too busy with other stuff that this is his time to kind of chill. And he just doesn't doesn't get uh, doesn't let it bring him down or not really not looking forward to it, but just looking forward to the quiet and the, the break. Would you say that your perception of Nate is that he's just vanilla as a person? Uh, I, I wouldn't not, say it was that. Not, not really up, not really – kind of bland, like mashed potatoes. I would say maybe like French vanilla. You know, there might be a little bit something in Ooh. there, but we're just not quite sure what it actually is. Gotcha. So he's like mashed potatoes where someone added a little bit of cheddar cheese. Yeah, and maybe you thought about sprinkling some of those really hard bacon bits. Not the good bacon bits, those bacon bits. <laughs> they go on salads? <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. So what do you got, number eight? Number eight, I've got Tim Reaper. I've got Grim. And I put him at eight because, as I've alluded to already, just the hate in his heart for me. I don't know how he can. I don't know how he can love Santa Claus and hate me. You know, how can you love Jesus but hate your neighbor Jacob? <laughs> you know, I'm pretty sure that you know there is a Jacob in the Bible. So there's settled. There's a lot of names in the Bible. There's a lot That's of pages. <laughs> to quote, to quote you, too long right. didn't read. What's that? Too yeah, long didn't read. read. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get the Spark Notes version? <laughs> Who do you uh, number eight. Um, I, I've got Luke, just for that that the traveling aspect. So, all right, number nine. The moment we've all been waiting for. 
The biggest hater in this league, Ian, at number nine. Same reason as Grim. I mean, if you follow Jesus, the one thing Jesus asks you to do is to love your neighbor, yet he has all this hate for me. You know? He does. It really makes you think. It really makes you think about what the holidays are really about, Ian. Yeah, be better. Be better. Uh, Number nine, uh, I've got myself, and that's mostly just because of the work in retail. I mean, I'm starting to like it a little bit more again, but it's just not all there yet. Gotcha. My number 10, it's me. I... I don't like the holidays outside of Halloween. Yep, we're in agreement I, there because I do remember you saying that you hated every holiday before this other than Halloween. And here's the reality. I am married to someone who absolutely loves Christmas. Our tree, our Christmas tree went up before Thanksgiving. So uh, like, nope. nope. Yep. No. So this house has been a winter wonderland now. For going on two months. And here I am, not wanting to partake in any of it. And I'm having to move the elf on the shelf. Oh, it's your responsibility to do it. You Some, want somehow to I have to move it? I think you should have gotten your kids the, the snoop on a stoop. I don't even know what that one is. But our elf, they the kids think it's awesome. I think it's, I don't know. Do, do you have to come just, up with the things that it does, or does your wife do that? She did it for like the first, I don't know, two weeks, and then now it's like my responsibility. And the kids would just be crushed if it didn't happen. That's right. So, so today, I like, spot. today I threw it in a basket. I'm like, they're going to have to find it. What's he doing? Like, what, what mischievous thing is he doing today? I don't know. I didn't think it through. I just put them in a basket. <laughs> yeah, but I do need a haircut, and my wife saw something on like Instagram or something where somebody like shaved a strip in their head and left like the clippings by the elf, and then showed the kids, and they thought it was cool. So I'm going to do that. Oh, there you go. So there I'll do go. that right before Christmas before I give myself a buzz cut. But there you go. I, see, there you go. You're you're trying. Maybe there trying. is a little bit of hope in you. I'm trying, but I also hate, like I'm, I'm a person of routine and the holidays just throw the routine out the window in terms of like, Oh, we need groceries for the week. Well, it's insane in the store. And then, I mean, Hey, maybe I want this to eat on Christmas day. Oh, everywhere's closed. Yeah. That it drives me nuts. Cause I'm not a homebody. So I like to get out and about can't even go to Menards. We went to the mall last weekend, and that was the worst thing I have done in a very long time. Just it was the worst decision I've made in a very long time. It was it was terrible, just absolutely terrible. People, my mom just had knee replaced, so she's got her walker that she's using just for keeping herself steady. And people could give two shits, just yep. walking right out in front of her, almost running into her. I'm like. She's got a walker, people. There's something about people getting in crowds, and it's just like every man for themselves. Yeah. Herd mentality. Yep. So who's your who's your 10? It's, it's you, like, like for what we talked about. Just because I know you said you hated everything except for Halloween. Yeah, that's kind of fucked up, bro. Hey, I put... <laughs> I've had three five-foot skeletons out in my yard this year. I wanted to leave them out and decorate them for Christmas just as skeletons, but a bunch of kids in the neighborhood were kind of messing with them one day. I'm like, all right, nope, they're getting taken in. So, Dang kids. That's right. See, they just ruin it. All right. Well, just a little bit of NCAA news tonight. Um I guess this is going to come out after this, but you can watch the roofclaim.com bowl with South Florida and Syracuse, which is now, I believe it's like 38 nothing. So Syracuse was really invested into this game. 
really invested because these bowl games are real important. No, these early bowl games are not important at at all. My take my take is like none of these bowl games matter at all, and if you're not playing in the playoff, no one cares. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I I like the fact you know obviously Iowa State and, and Notre Dame stuff. You know, for Iowa State to have the season they did when we all thought they wouldn't, it's nice to see that they actually get to go somewhere. I'm wondering if we drink Memphis out of Bush Light again, like we did the yeah, last time because, we were down there. Yeah, because there's going to be like 10 cases, and they're going to be like, well, we don't sell any Bush Light the rest of the year. I'm like, yeah, I know. Yeah. Basically, Bush Light sells in Iowa and Missouri, where it's like a third of all beer sales, and then everywhere mm-hmm. else. They're like, why are you drinking that? Yeah, yeah. I think it all. Much. I think it all goes back to their campaigns around um, corn and agriculture, and so it really caught on with Iowa because they use corn to make bush light. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. That that game it is. It's thirty eight nothing. Um, but the other the thing is, like, quarter. how do you how do you even like? As a sports fan, how do you bet on these games? You don't know who's going to be playing. You don't know who's going to be declaring for the NFL draft, hitting the portal, whatever. Exactly. Yeah, it's these early ones. It's 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 just a, a giant crapshoot. Um, you know, for that the UTSA game uh, the other night, actually, when I was watching that, I'm like, wait a minute, where's where's Harris? Mm-hmm. I mean, dude's been playing for seven years. Why is he not playing in the bowl game? And then I felt really freaking old when I saw who the two quarterbacks were. Chad Pennington's kid and Josh McCown. Josh or Luke McCown, one of the two. Uh, but, but McCown's kid. Yep. I was like, oh, cool. They were drafted into the NFL and playing when we were entering high school. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Now their kids are playing in college bowl games. We're not even that old. Well, that still makes me feel old. Yeah. But yeah, All right, the then... bowl games don't start to get good until close to New Year's. Yeah, I mean, it's basically like if it's a good matchup and then you hope that the same players who played all year are playing. Yeah. I don't know. It's Because I do some like analytical stuff for – some betting that I do and basically it didn't go well. Like all the teams that I thought would just get waxed have not gotten waxed. Yeah. So then uh, other NCAA news, Florida state has called a special meeting with the board of trustees for the ACC. The board has to vote on any action a school may wish to take, such as challenging the grant of rights deal currently in place, which is the rights deal for all of the television contract, all that kind of stuff to show ACC sporting events. The ACC grant of rights deal is in place through 2036. And any school wanting to leave the conference would have to pay an exit fee that is three times more than the current operating budget, which is a hundred and twenty million. So basically you're looking at Florida State would have to pay $360 million to exit the ACC, and then they would get picked up by another conference. But but even if they go to the Big Ten, that's five – isn't that like five years of TV money that they just had to pay yeah. to exit the ACC? Well, and it could be they, – they could run into situations too, like with uh, – isn't it SMU? that is not going to be able, not eligible for the TV stuff, the TV money for like 10 years. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I think it's, it's going to get ugly, like really ugly for the ACC. And you're just, as soon as one team's gone, it's going to be like the PAC 12 was, and it's just going to be a floodgate. I think. Yeah. I think if Florida state leaves, uh, Clemson is very close behind, and I think they pull Miami as well. And then Duke and North Carolina are going to sit there, and while they're not going to look at it for football, 
they're going to make a decision for what they do for basketball. And I would honestly love if they decided to join the Big 12 for basketball. That'd be just a killer conference. Yeah, Iowa State would win a lot less games. Maybe. Maybe. Hey, you can't get into North Carolina or Duke. They didn't want you. We'll take you. You can go beat them. Maybe. Chip on the shoulder. Since you've brought up Iowa State a a couple times now, what do you think of this recruiting class? Because I think it's god-awful. It, it, I don't know what is going on. Now, granted, that was just the early signing. I haven't seen anything today if there was anything else that came out because it wasn't signing day today. Uh, yesterday. Was it, was it I yesterday? Think it was yesterday, yep. I thought the early one was yesterday. Whatever it was. Oh, whatever. Um, uh, the early one, we got a lot of in-state kids. Um, that's about it. And it's depth, guys. We are currently ranked 66th in recruiting. And ninth in the Big 12. Horrible. Yeah. I don't know what is going on, but the last two recruiting classes for Iowa State, and it's not it has nothing to do with the players that we're getting, has everything to do with like in aggregate, the, like the total class, it's some of the worst that it's been in like 15 years. Yeah. I yeah I don't I don't know um, nothing higher than a three star, but for two years now. Well, I mean well, we got JJ Cole, so I take that back. But I'm just but saying I, he's going to sit on the bench. I'm just saying I am so underwhelmed by our recruiting efforts for Iowa State, and then then we ha- we weren't even like hinted at going after anybody in the portal until after we made sure that we got these three stars signed like what are we doing like we're 30 spots behind kansas right now not good you know but somehow campbell's found a way to utilize those three star and two star recruits again that nobody else really wanted and could turn them into something i mean now you're you're talking like an Now you're talking like an Iowa Hawkeye fan. Look at Brock Purdy. Look at the three-star recruit to league MVP. I'm just saying. If if, If Iowa State wants to keep winning six games a year, then keep doing what you're doing. Oh, it's going to get a lot harder to win six games. Yeah, it is. With who we've got coming in. So, it. They they got to do something, um, and, and I think it's always going to be tough for us with the NIL stuff because we're a smaller school. It's it's just the way it's going to be. We don't have these big, you know, donors or anything. We don't have someone like you know Texas A and M had or Texas Tech where they could just go up and hey, here's fifty million dollars, go find people. No, but to act like we're just that our NIL is like non-existent isn't true either. True. Like we're probably just, middle we're probably middle of the pack. Probably. But like what are we what can we do to not be middle of the pack? Cuz right now we're dead middle for recruiting, we're dead middle for in, being able to like pay a player to come here. It's like okay, so we got to do something different. Yeah. I don't like it. I I, I, don't, I don't know what I don't know what we can do at this point except just kind of see new, how things keep going. You get a new head coach. Yeah, but I don't I don't think that letting Campbell go at this point is is what's going to do it. Well, it might not do it, but you have to. I'm I'm just saying if you you're you're tied to a 500 coach. That's what's happening, and then we're gonna keep giving him seasons to try and correct it, and like nothing's gonna like it's not gonna change overnight. Yeah, gotta do something drastic. Gotta do something drastic. Anyways, back to this. Um, 
Are there any players that you are going to be targeting in the supplemental draft? Uh, yeah, I pulled uh, pulled two of the guys that I'm looking at. I mean, obviously, you know, I don't want to say everybody, uh, but these are two that I've kind of got on my radar. Um, if they're sitting there, I'm not going to say them all. Plus, I only wrote down two, so there's there's other guys out there. I'll keep them in my pocket, right? I got to try to try to repeat. Yeah. Uh. First one uh, is a running back, um, uh, Malik Sherrod out of Fresno State. Okay. Um, he had a huge, huge uptick in production from his sophomore to junior year, you know, now that he was actually the, the lead back. Um, he catches the ball as well. So, I mean, he caught 44 passes, only 260 yards, I think, um, nine touchdowns, one receiving touchdown. Uh, 967 rushing yards, but you know, look at those G5 players. That's all I gotta say. Um, and then my second one uh, is um, someone I've got in our other league uh, that you had started up, uh, Colin Lacy or Colin Lacy, mm-hmm. uh, South Alabama. He actually just transferred to Louisville, or just announced he's going to Louisville. So the numbers he put up down at South Alabama only going to get better. Yeah. I, I Louisville is like one of those teams that you definitely want. Whoever their wide receiver one is going to be, whoever they're going to pepper with targets. Yep. So I, obviously I have Chris bell on my team, so I'm hoping it's him, but we'll see. Yeah. The, the problem with Lacey though, is he's only five ten, So he's not very tall. So yeah. That, I mean, that'll hurt him a little bit, but, but in college, uh, I mean, he had – let me get the paper back here with his stats and stuff. 91 catches for 1,316 yards, seven touchdowns. He, he averaged 22 points a game Yep. at South Alabama. So – Because they had – didn't they have – they had another guy there who was kind of a target hog. Was it Voisin? I think it was Voisin, and then he got hurt early on in the season. And he, yeah. Like, everything just funneled to Lacey. Yeah, those are, those are my two that I'm looking at. Yeah, I think I think top of my board of like guys that are available that I would want to go out and get. Um, I like that Raynor guy for is it Arkansas State? He's a freshman quarterback. He was putting up pretty good points, and then um, I'm probably going to have to use a for one of the, one of my first round picks on him, but Kevin Concepcion for NC State. Who's a freshman? Oh, who yeah. Busted out. I mean, you put up 700 yards as a freshman. You just got to go and take that guy. So, mm-hmm. all right. Now, players that are going to be drafted in 2024. Who's the guy that you think is most likely to bust? Um, let me grab it right here, real quick. For whatever reason, I didn't write him down. Uh, it, it's kind of tough just to see where I think they're all going to go and everything too. So that's, that's going to be part of it. Um, but it's, uh, the one I'm a little afraid of right now, and I'm actually glad that I traded him over to tweet who, which is even better because I trade him this guy. And then he does like nothing after I traded him. Uh, that's <laughs> Roma Dunze. Uh, so I, I love Adunze, but I, I'm just afraid that his production went down. I don't know what caused it, and I don't know if that's going to push forward into the NFL or not, if there's something going on there, but because um, I don't think he was hurt. He played every game, mm-hmm. uh, but there's just something there that is, is kind of scaring me a little bit, um, and then... Uh, Ah, there. Yeah, there's uh, Brian Thomas Jr. Um, I just don't know if he's big enough and strong enough to get down the field. That's that's my thing. I mean, he can do slot, but he reminds me a lot of Terrace Marshall, and so it's like 
he's he's a little bit of a one trick pony. Yeah. Or he's kind of a deep threat. I mean, he had yeah. a great year. LSU had a great year, but I mean, yeah, he, he is. He's. I, he's I, very, I can see it either working out or definitely not. He he is that he is very fast, but you know, in, in that aspect. But as someone who has seen people draft really fast wide receivers, being the Raiders, they always. Not always. They very rarely pan out. Yeah, they're going to have something else going for them. Can't just have speed. No. Which, so I guess my my top pick would probably be Brock Bowers, which I think is a little bit of a cop-out just because size-wise it – we haven't seen – like he might be 6'2", 220. We have not seen that play tight end in the NFL. Yeah. So that's that would be the concern. That's cop out. I'll go with Xavier Worthy just because you know we, we I don't believe that drops really matter, but I think he has some questionable hands and I think that's going to hinder him from getting playing time. Like if he's dropping passes in practice and coaches are seeing that. So I could see him struggling to see the field. Um but I definitely think he gets drafted high because he's he's definitely going to run super fast. But yeah, and we've seen what happens with wide receivers, you know, Quentin Johnston, who was really good in college, and mm. now he gets there. Okay, he wasn't really good. He was he was decent in college, but now for whatever reason, he can't catch anything. He's I don't know who's worse, him or Tony. No, Tony's worse. No. He's had a half, couple right there of, in his hands. Half of Tony's career yardage came in one game for the Giants. He hasn't done anything sure. since. Outside of that big punt return in the Super Bowl, which I'll never forget. That's great. That was a great play. <laughs> All right. NFL news? We don't have any. This is going to be a short episode. Chad, is there anything that you would like to say to anybody in the league? Uh, yeah, tweet, you suck. Uh, you know, I mean, you sold out. Sold out and ran your mouth. And I just sat back. And just waited. Just kept knocking people off. And you know what? My team showed out. I, I think the, the G5 guys on my squad kind of scared yours a little bit. You know what we haven't talked about? For most of the year last year, you were referred to as the seller dweller on the NFL yeah, side. This is you true. Made, you made playoffs on the NFL side this year. I, and I've you won the playoffs. college side. Yep. Yeah. What a remarkable turnaround. Yeah. And I didn't have to make that many big moves to really do that. And the NFL squad that I have for that team to make the playoffs just means there's other teams in this league that their guys are – I don't know what happened this year. I, I really don't. There's, there's no team. way. Well, no. I mean, you started off start off strong. I think you're going to just – wax the floor with my team this week, but I don't know. Last week I was projected 200 points. I lose first round of playoffs again to Patrick second year in a row. <laughs> I'm projected like 200 points and my team scores 130. Ooh. It felt awesome. Not. Yeah. I had one player show up and actually play good. Yeah. My, uh, I'm hoping some of these guys that I've got on the, the college side will move over and help me get a little bit better moving forward next year and to get back into that, back into the playoffs again. But I, I snuck in this year. There's no way I should have made it with, with that roster. I mean, like you said, there was two weeks there where I had to start Amir Abdullah and Kyle Juszczyk, and I still made it in the playoffs. That's crazy. Must be doing something right. Yeah. 
when we start we start so many flex spots that like <clears throat> sometimes you just need a body in there. I don't know. Yeah. Just hope you know two catches for twenty yards. There's four points at least. Yep. I played Zach Wilson. He got negative. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because there were there were reports that uh, Jalen Hurts might not make the flight to Seattle. So I'm like, okay, I just need to put him in, get ten points from him, move past this week. Well, I put him in. He gets concussed. Negative point nine six. Yeah, just a horrible week. Um, I, I don't remember if it was brought up last week, but did we? Did you guys talk about the trade that Grim and I did? A little bit last week. Okay, I wasn't sure. I hadn't gotten fully through the the podcast yet. Um, but I, I just wasn't sure. Luke thought I, that um Grim fleeced you. Because Grim got an NFL player from you. An NFL player that's past his prime. That's kind of how, I mean, I didn't really say anything last week, but that's kind of how I felt. I mean, if you can get a, he basically, Luke didn't think that you should have given him a sixth. It should have been that second for Odell, but to me, it's whatever. If you can move off of a aging player who's been in like injured basically the last five years. Yeah, and I, I think, you know, he, he reached out to me and said that, you know, who he wanted, and I was like, you know what, yeah, I've got, I think I had two sixth-round picks anyway, and I didn't have a second, so now this gives me a first, second, and third. I'm not really sure what to do with myself, because I haven't had a first-round pick in the last two years on the college side, so... Neither is I mean, I, actually, I did last year, but only after I traded back for it. Mm. Yeah, I remember. And I, I had to trade it back from you. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's uh, to have a couple early round picks. It's it's going to be a little bit more interesting. So I'm going to start digging into things here as soon as uh, snow starts flying. When there's really you love not the a lot G- else to do, I know you love the G five guys, but I would suggest oh, yeah. not using your first round pick on a G five guy. No, it won't be on a G5 guy. <laughs> no, it, it it won't be. No, I'm going to have to try and find somebody out there that uh, will be able to help long-term. I didn't know if you looked at uh, Brett taking Taylor Green and you were like, oh, hell yeah. Uh, I was kind of proud a little bit. I'm like, oh, look, someone's finally listening. You guys, you know, uh, it didn't help him. Um, but, you know, they're out there. I remember one of the guys that you got you and Luke had on last year, like, you know, you could you could win a lot of games with some of these other players from like Troy. Yep. And, you know, um South Alabama now. Those players yeah, are out there, they're gonna get you points. I like the draft that I had last year and kind of the strategy mm-hmm. I used going into it. I think where I went wrong was I'm like, okay. I got enough now. I got enough production. Guess what? It wasn't enough. Guys get hurt, yeah. and then all of a sudden I'm starting some freshman. So. Yeah. yeah. All right. So round one of playoffs is done. I lose to Patrick again. Chad, you lost a hater, Ian. High scoring match though. I mean, you put yeah, up. I was like up one ninety five or something. Yeah, um, I was getting ready to pull that back up to just go back and look at it. Yeah, I was, I was, you know, proud of the team last week. I thought there was uh, going to be a shot where I might be able to to, to sneak out another victory there. Um, but I mean, I was only projected one hundred and forty points. Yep. So I think I think fifty four points over. I think your team did some voodoo magic and stole all the points I was supposed to score. <laughs> well, um, but this week, you versus me, right? Yep. Yep. In the consolation bracket, our round two of playoff matchups are Patrick versus Luke, and then Ian versus Tim, the Hater Bowl. Who do you got in those matchups? 
Um, just a second here. Since we don't have Southern Bear picks. Yeah, right? Um, you know, I, I like Ian's team a little bit better here um, over Dennis's, especially because there's some of these guys out there that haven't been showing up. Um, for that I have in other leagues that I know that, you know, like Grim does have on his team. Um, and, and still going out there and putting Justin Fields as your number one quarterback, still, I, I don't get it. But now Ian also has Jordan Love. But he has a really good matchup this week, Love does. So I think he should, should do a little bit better there. Um, Williams has already, already got him 16 points tonight. So he's off to a good start with that. Um, Jacob sounds like he's going to play fucking Nakua's going off Mm -hmm. again. Um, I think where it's going to be a little tight though, is what's Isaiah likely going to do? Likely nothing. Likely nothing. So I, I think it's going to be close, but uh, I'm going to take uh, Ian in that one there. Um, and then Patrick versus Luke. You know, I'm going to go upset here. Um, I'm going to take Patrick. Luke. Yeah, loses. Patrick's getting 31 points from Derek Carr right now. Yeah. I, I'm saying, you know, upset. Luke Luke's out on both of them this year. We got new people in both. Sorry, Luke. Wow. Is what it is. Uh, and then in our game, uh, yeah, I, I think you're going to take it this week. But, you know, it's just going to be one of those if my team, some of those guys decide to show up. Yeah. I mean, it's – I don't know. I was, hoping, <laughs> I was hoping to win it all this year. Everybody was getting healthy at the right time. And then to have last week happen, I'm just like – I'm sorry, I did. Dad. I don't really care about beating you this week. It's just whatever. <laughs> I know. I, I know. I don't yeah, care about fifth and sixth. Game. Yeah, we're playing for fifth and sixth. But, it's disappointing. Uh, you have Justin Jefferson, right? Yeah. I I felt as soon as he came back in our game, I'm like, crap. He's just going to go off and just absolutely destroy us. And then he gets hit on that one play, and I'm like, well. Jacob's not happy right now. I'm just looking at some of these. Yeah. I'm just looking at the scoring output from last week, and it's just like, what the hell? Yeah. Bijan Robinson, 0.4 points. They need to fire. DeAndre Hopkins, nine targets, two catches for 21 yards. He, I was watching a lot of that game because it went so far into overtime, and some of the throws that were to him were there. He sh- should have, you know, tried to catch it a little bit, in my opinion. But the ones that were really bad, he's sitting there and he's got guys on him. He's calling for a flag every single time. I'm like, it was good defense. Stop complaining. Yeah. Anyways, we're gonna erase that week from our memory. It's gone. It's in the past now. <laughs> Took the rear view mirror out of my truck. You hear that tweet? Take the rear view mirror out. All right. You lost. It's over. Come to grips. It's okay. And that is all we've got. You got anything else for the fans, the viewers? Oh, we're supposed to do this at the beginning of the show, but we're doing it at the end because it's me and Chad. Rate, review, subscribe, do whatever you got to do. Give us five stars. Um, Start only. Yeah. We're here. We're here days before Christmas doing it. So yeah. that's dedication to the craft. You got exactly. anything else, Chad? You want to add? Uh, no. Sure, be nice if we could uh, get some power rankings, but God only knows when that'll happen. So it's looking like never, probably, because we're gonna have a winner on both sides within two weeks, and there's no need for power rankings at that point. No. You got your power rankings right there. Right there. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us. Thank you. And have a great night. Have a great Christmas, even though I don't like Christmas and I wish it would end.
Yeah, have a have a great new year. Let's just say that. Have a great rest of the year and a great new year. On to twenty twenty four. That's right.